today remembering conservative icon Rush Limbaugh. And uh, also, uh, Joe Biden thinks that uh, minorities are too stupid to figure out where to get vaccines. And I think how to use computers. We've got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Hey, welcome to the news and why it matters. Uh, I'm Sarah Gonzalez reporting to you live from the Arctic tundra. Today joined by uh, Glenn Beck, who really needs no introduction. Glenn Beck and uh, Pat Gray mm. from Pat Gray Unleashed. And I, mm. we were just talking off air. We can't remember the last time you guys were on the show together. I know, it's been a while. So, yeah. I, was thinking about, I was thinking about what they said about Rush, you know, how he has worked with people for 30 years. Yeah. And I thought, I've had that anchor around my neck to... <laughs> no, Pat and I have worked together since Rush. I yeah. mean, we've had we had a break because uh, we broke up for a while and went our separate ways. Saw other people mm. and other hosts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we're back together, right? right. Um, but uh, you know, we've been together since Rush first started, 1989. Yeah, and that's it's like 32 years. Yeah, that's mm. that's when he started. I remember yeah. the first time I heard Rush. So Limbaugh. we were together. We were in Baltimore. Yeah, really. Yeah. And we were talking about, I, I remember, this was probably not the first time I heard him, but I remember, remember we used to go to that place called McCabe's in Baltimore? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And we were, we had heard that there were places that were starting up called rush rooms where people would go into restaurants and the owner would be conservative and you could listen to the show uh, wow. amongst a lot of people and people started to get to know each other and conservatives started to get together because of the rush rooms and in those days rush would sometimes show up for events like that if they had a yeah. really big one he would he would go to those things yeah uh, back in the day yeah well i was fortunate enough to hear him speak at a turning point event when was it last year mm. uh and he was just you know it was incredible i mean i of course i'm sure you know you knew him better than either of us but um i uh i listened to him all throughout college it was like i'm sure i annoyed the crap out of my roommates oh i'm sure because in college I, they might throw you into college jail yeah <laughs> yeah so um but i did not miss uh, a show of rush limbaugh and i remember when i was leaving college i really i thought about i considered writing him and uh, Sean Hannity notes asking if they needed any interns because I just I was mm. I just consumed it nonstop and I, I wanted more and more and more mm -hmm. um, and I said I know I said this online but you know I was raised conservative I was lucky enough to have those values instilled in me but Rush seemed to you know make people passionate about conservatism in a way that no one did mm -hmm. thus far Right. Like he was just a pioneer. At yeah. That. Well, he I mean, Pat and I both started in radio in the 70s. So we've been doing radio for a very long time. Mm -hmm. um, Rush was a failed uh, top 40 kind of guy. Mm -hmm. When we were successful, he was struggling. Um, and then AM radio was over. And uh, he is the guy who brought it back. The guy who mm. really couldn't succeed in top 40 radio. Um, he had said one, at one point he was so frustrated because he knew he would be successful. He just didn't know how or, or where. And uh, he said he was so frustrated at one point he lost job after job after job, had to move back in with his parents. And he took a baseball bat out and he just started banging things in his backyard because he was he had to get his frustration out um and then 
just by really the luck of somebody who was really a visionary uh, working for ABC News that took part of his salary in satellite time when satellites weren't used for anybody. Uh, he happened to hook up with that guy and the rest is history. And everybody said he wouldn't be successful. Mm. Well, I'm glad that he uh, ended up proving them wrong. So, of course, there was someone who happened to be conservative who passed away. So leftists wasted no time uh, just being complete, just human garbage about it. Well, but uh, you're looking at Bette Midler. Look at the Bette Midler quote. She's human garbage. Yes. I mean, you yes. Know, it's the same circle of people. And, you know, look at the quotes. And I'm sure there were people. But look at the quotes from leaders of the conservative movement when uh, when what's her name died when Ruth uh, Bader Ginsburg. Remember what remember what Trump yes. even said? Yeah, and and we actually we have that. Um, let's listen to then President Trump reacting. Uh, he was just walking off stage from a rally that he had just. Completed. And remember, this is a guy who says anything. Right. He could say mm -hmm. anything. Listen to what he said off the top of his head. Now, was there a bigger enemy on the left and did more damage in, in the opinion of conservatives right. than Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah, uh, I mean... Probably not. Yeah. And that's just class. Total uh, class. It's just a total class act right off the top of his head. Not, um, yeah, she's probably burning in hell right now. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. That she was a great person who who did a lot. You don't have to agree with her. She yeah. was I don't even right. Think you have to call, you have to say she was a great person. Yeah, but she achieved a lot. Yes, yeah, she did. I she mean, did. She did. And so did so did Rush Limbaugh. Right. Rush Limbaugh saved and recreated an entire industry from the people that uh, sell their wares on talk on, on radio, on AM radio, to people who build the transmitters or fix the transmitters for AM radio. Mm -hmm. The jobs that he created and saved is is remarkable yeah. remarkable do you remember am stereo oh yeah remember how that was supposed to save am radio yeah. because they were trying to get music to work on am radio and it just didn't i mean you could get the, the same crappy static in two in two channels <laughs> yeah. yeah so rush came along and and he really saved am radio uh single-handedly yeah and transformed talk radio at he the same is time. he is the reason the blaze exists if he wouldn't have blazed the trail, I mean, maybe somebody else would have, but if he was Coca-Cola and he was the first in and because he was so successful, um, he allowed people, I mean, he said, I read an article that uh, came out uh, about what he said about me and he was on the Today Show and he said, look at what I spawned. And that was the headline, trying to make it sound like he was, you know, spawning devil children. <laughs> um, and he said, I listen to Glenn Beck, and I think, right on. 
And he's mm. and he said something that couldn't be more true. He is a result of my success. Absolutely true. Yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah. And if he wouldn't have blazed that trail, we wouldn't have been able to get in and and do this. And on top of it, we wouldn't have done the blaze. I mean, conservatives have platforms now because he showed us mm -hmm. that conservatives could be successful, that there was an appetite. In 1988, 89, I mean, Jack Swanson is a good friend of mine, KGO in, in San Francisco. He passed on him. He said, I don't think this is going to work. People aren't going to listen to that conservative thing for that long. They didn't have any idea the pent-up desire. Yeah. He showed us that it worked. He is the guy who did a television show that just kept getting uh, relegated later and later at night. But the guy who produced the show was Roger Ailes, who went mm -hmm. on to do mm -hmm. Fox News. Mm -hmm. wow. And let's not forget, not only did he revolutionize radio and was number one in almost every market for 30-some years, uh, he also revolutionized, really, the Republican Party and conservatism. He explained conservatism to people in a way that they could understand it and digest it and yeah. then go and tell their friends about it. You, you, you can't, and that's huge. You can't understand the impact. If you weren't politically aware in the 80s, you can't understand the impact, the shock that Rush Limbaugh was. You, you didn't mm -hmm. hear people say abortion was wrong unless it was in church. Right. Okay? You never heard that. You felt alone. Uh, the news was 30 minutes a day yeah. and, you, and five minutes at the top of the hour. You didn't talk really about politics. You got it from the newspaper or from the, uh, from the news. And you didn't hear opinions. So you would, you'd walk around and you'd be like, man, I just complete, I, it must just be me. No. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's the same thing that Drudge did with Monica Lewinsky. All of the news media is saying not true, not true, not true. And then here comes this upstart guy, Matt Drudge, puts it online and changes everything. Rush was more impactful than that. Which is, I guess, why I saw, you know, you see in the mainstream media the headlines uh, stating that Rush passed away. And I think it was a Washington, maybe it was the New York Times who said, you know, uh, Rush Limbaugh, who turned conservative talk radio into, a, you know, attack, a attack machine, dies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Lee. And, and, well, and then you think about the way These that they covered, that what was it, Soleimani, who was an austere scholar, uh, you know, and the people that they have in the past talked about when they have died, uh, Fidel Castro, I mean, just all of these people who they speak highly of. Mm -hmm. But Rush Limbaugh turned conservative talk radio into, you know, an attack machine. They had to say that about him. They had to, because what Pat just said is true. They never listened to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He did the show for mm -hmm. people who listened to him. You cannot program a show to people who aren't listening, who are just the media matters of the world. Mm -hmm. That's, but they knew how critical it was to shut him down. That's why they went for the fairness doctrine, and he's the one who stopped the fairness doctrine coming back. Uh, I think we're in trouble in talk radio because the king is dead. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, but they, they needed to shut him down because he was so effective. And the only way you couldn't say, listen to him, and then we'll meet here and we can argue the point, because 
He was changing minds. So you had to make him into this pariah. I, can, I would bet my house that I could take five names uh, just out of random of all those bet meddler, all those people. I bet my house that they've never listened to a full episode of the Rush Limbaugh show. Not once. I'll bet you the majority of them true. haven't heard anything but a clip if that, if out, that, out of context, yeah. probably. Yeah. If that, context. well, you know, it strikes me because we and we could go through them, but I don't think we need to. You probably get the gist if you hadn't seen them on Twitter. I know rest and piss was trending uh, along oh, with good geez. riddance when talking about Rush Limbaugh. I mean, it was just the just nasty, nasty stuff. And you look at all these people and I'm thinking to myself, these are the same people who said we could not possibly have President Trump back because he was so awful, so mean-spirited, such mm-hmm. a mean guy. He, he tweeted mean things. And then you see this from and them. We have to and unite. Like, we have to unite. Right, we have we to be to... kind to one another. Yes. And, and I'm like, this doesn't seem, Pat, mm. to be very kind. No, kind or tolerant. What mm-hmm. happened to the word tolerant? They don't even use the word tolerant anymore because they're... <laughs> The opposite. Yeah. And they have been for some time. Well, you know what they, they sometimes they do. I hear them say, um, well, we don't we're not tolerant against white supremacists, racist, <laughs> xenophobic, yeah. homophobic. Tra- I mean, they just they, mm-hmm. they that's their excuse. That's how they justify it is just, well, no, we are tolerant, but we're not supposed are to we be, tolerant be tolerant of, bad of people. Hitler? <laughs> right. Right. Uh, all right. We have got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps, uh, in case you maybe have noticed your hair isn't looking as full as it's used to. I don't know. I'm not talking about anyone at the table, so don't worry. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but seriously, if you are maybe in the process of losing your hair, number one, it's not fun. Number two, we know if you're a, if you're a guy, at least, you're not going to go to the doctor. You, you guys don't go to the doctor for anything, all right? But you can try Keeps from the comfort of your own home. You will get the same doctor-recommended, FDA-approved hair loss treatment, but it's the generic version. So you're going to save a ton of money. Uh, also, Keeps is totally online, so you can answer a couple pictures, uh, answer a couple questions, take a couple pictures of your hair, and a doctor is going to review it and send the correct hair loss treatment right to your door. You don't have to if you're in Texas. You don't have to go out into the Arctic storm. You can do it all from home. We can get you started with an awesome deal. You can go to keeps.com. That is K-E-E-P-S dot com slash Y for 50% off of your first order. That is keeps.com slash Y. Remember, these are generic versions and you're getting 50% off of that. It's a steal. There's no reason not to. It is keeps.com slash why. Back in a minute. Joe Biden in a uh, recent town hall uh, basically said that black and Hispanic Americans, look, they might be able to get the vaccine if they only knew how to open up a computer and figure out how to use the internet long enough to find where to get the vaccines. Uh, he's taking a little <laughs> bit of heat for it. Here's Joe Biden. The, uh, the other part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, mm-hmm. in the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in uh, uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts know how <laughs> so to basically <laughs> everywhere know how to get online to determine how oh. to get in line for that COVID vaccination so, at the at the Walgreens unreal. or at, at, at the particular store. 
How did they get away with this stuff? It's incredible. He's calling minorities stupid. But only those in cities <laughs> yeah, and or outside of the cities. cities. <laughs> okay. Right. They right. don't know how to get onto the computer. No, it's really I like the way he did that, too. In case, in case a black were watching it, they'd know what he was talking about. Now, this is the if keyboard, an Asian right woman, okay. he, they might have uh-huh. thought he needs his nails done. <laughs> what? I don't know what that means. Oh my gosh! Unbelievable. <laughs> Plus, they don't—they they don't have IDs either. They can't. They no, can't be expected no, to have an ID. No, no, no. And if they, they leave the house, they're going to be beaten to death by the cops, right? Because we all know who the right. cops are. Yeah. They're the racists, not me. Wow. I'm just trying to help out those minorities <laughs> that don't really know how to log on to the internet. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I mean, number one, this is from a guy who talked about making sure your kids listen to record players. Okay. But uh, apparently it's Put the record on at night. Yeah. What? (laughs) Who don't know uh, how to get on the computer. But um, this isn't the first time he has made that sort of comment uh, about minorities. Well, you kind of feel bad. Kind of. Do you? Well, kind of. Because... (laughs) And this is not an excuse. When your grandfather gets to be (laughs) the time to go away, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll say things like that. Okay. Now, he's not my grandfather. If he was my grandfather, if he was my dad, if he was, you know, my great uncle, I'd be telling my family, let's not let grandpa out. Yeah. Grandpa, grandpa, (laughs) grandpa. Okay. So I feel bad because he is somebody's grandpa and they're like, good God, what is he saying? Feel bad there. But he chose it. And so did the family. Mm -hmm. He should be held to exactly the same standard as the cancel culture demands. Did you see the the news story that came out about um, how Kamala is having the head of state calls? Like she made a call to Macron and then I know she talked to Justin Trudeau. Mm -hmm. Do you what are your what are your thoughts on that? It's nappy nap time at 7 o'clock for Joe Biden. Sometimes yeah. that, you know, those international calls have to come in after 7 o'clock, and he's, he's sleeping. He's yeah. seepy seeps. I, th- I think they're afraid of what he might say to him. Mm-hmm. I, I think the guy has degraded to the point where they he can't be trusted with calls to heads of state. And they knew this before the election. Yeah. They knew it a year ago, a year and a half ago, and they ignored it. In fact, they just they kept pushing him. Dr. Jill Biden, especially, just kept pushing him. She knows he's degrading. She knows it. You can you can tell by the way that she always tries to rescue him and bail him out. Always, yep. She's coming up to his. Uh, Well, I thought it was really interesting on what a close ally Israel is. And it wasn't until, what, two days ago that he actually yeah. called the did prime he minister? Call? He did. <laughs> he yeah. did only because people were like, you haven't called Israel? <laughs> what? Where? I don't. My shoes. <laughs> and his spokesperson can't even decide whether or not Israel's a close ally. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's well, unbelievable. Did you see NBC News? They tweeted out a list of places that Joe Biden had talked to, and they said, uh, our allies, and they listed a bunch of places and, and included China <laughs> as an ally. I was like, I'm, I, mm. I'm sorry. Hmm? What a was major that? funder, major funding for the United States of America, comes from mm-hmm. the People's Republic of China. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not scary at all. Uh, another thing, Joe Biden getting hit a little bit for in his town hall is um, 
he, well, this is from his own side, though. So he's getting it from both sides, which is always nice to see. Uh, a woman asked him about um, student loan debt forgiveness, because, hey, if you're going to give 10000 why not give 50 But by the way, if you're going to give 50 why, why not give 100, 100 right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, the same thing with minimum wage. Yeah, right. right. Why have a basic minimum wage? Yeah. Right. Why not make it $80 an or hour? 100, or right. 100 or 100 or $1,000 an hour? Why don't we make everyone a millionaire? Yeah. yeah. Why? <laughs> let's all let's all live it up. Right. right. Uh, but here is Joe Biden being asked, why not just up that student loan debt forgiveness? Here's what he had to say. Loans are crushing my family, friends, and fellow Americans. Mm. Me too. <laughs> the Me American too? dream is I'm to kidding. succeed, but I'm how kidding. can we fulfill that dream when debt is many people's only option for a degree? We need student loan forgiveness beyond the potential $10,000 your administration has proposed. We need at least a $50,000 minimum. Please, what will like you do to make gosh. that happen? I will not make that happen. Uh-huh. Depends on whether or not you go to a private university or a public university. It depends on the idea that I say to a community, I'm going to forgive the debt, the billions of dollars of debt for people who have gone to Harvard and Yale and Penn and schools, my children. I went to a great school. I went to a state school. Um, But is that going to be forgiven rather than use that money to provide for early education for young uh, children who are come from disadvantaged circumstances? But here's what I think. I think everyone, and I've been proposing this for four years, everyone should be able to go to community college for free. For free. That's, that costs $9 billion, and we should pay for it. And the I tax policies we year. have now, we I should be able to pay for it. You spend almost that more money as a break for people who own racehorses. Wow. And I think any family making under $125,000 whose kids go to a state university they get into, that should be free. It's a state university. It's not a federal university. It's a state university. If the states would like to do that, the states can. Well, he had, uh, apparently, because he's getting heat about this from his own party, uh, they're backtracking. And they said, they ended up coming out and saying, his spokesperson said, well, Mm. yeah, he likes the idea of 10,000, but he's not sure if he actually has the authority to go ahead with the 50. Yeah, I I now wondered where that where that loophole was, where because the House has the strings of the purse, right. not the president. Right. He can't just reach into the wallet and go, hey, <laughs> it's only four billion dollars. Ah. The, the, the Constitution clearly says over ten billion dollars. It doesn't say that right. he can't go in and reach in for a hamburger and pay back on Tuesday. He has no authority. Yeah. And why should taxpayers pay for that? Why? I, I shouldn't have to pay for your college education. I why? Didn't, I wanted why? to go. I yeah. want you, you remember. Decided. I wanted to go to college so badly. It was so important that I got an education. I could afford one class. One. I took and I milked and that you paid class. For it. And I paid for it. And I milked it for everything it was worth. What class was it? Um early Christology. Really? Yeah. And I took it at Yale. One class is all I could Mm. afford. 
Why should somebody have to pay for me? Shouldn't. They shouldn't. We shouldn't have to pay for anybody. No. Pay for your own college. Work work before school. Get here. Here's an idea. Save money. Get yeah. government out of the loan process. Get them the hell out of our banks mm-hmm. and out of our universities. And you know what? People will be able to afford it mm-hmm. because the free market will crush that system. You've got billions of dollars in your trust. You know that uh, a study was done on Harvard. Harvard yeah. could provide, what is it, for six Harvards around the country for like 20 years. They could, they could fund, they could send 20, they have, tw- they have a, um, a, uh, an enrollment of 25,000 kids mm-hmm. per year. Mm-hmm. They could fund all 25,000 going to Harvard for free for 25 years with their endowment of 40 billion dollars they could also harvard's endowment yeah uh ut in austin is about 28 or 30 billion Mm -hmm. now and a lot of that's in gold there was a there was a there was let them pay for it there was a study on harvard on why not have harvard the harvard but then have harvard's for free build six of them around the country mm-hmm. now it's not that harvard right. but it is overseen by that harvard yeah. and paid for why not put six of them and give it to inner city kids give it to anybody free mm. oh no 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 we cannot do that mm. all right we've got more to come first we want to thank our sponsor of the segment built bar which uh i think everyone at this table Loves, loves by the way. How amazing Bill Burr is. Thank you for the coconut oh my gosh. brownie. Oh Isn't my gosh. Isn't it amazing? Gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Have you had it yet? No. The coconut oh. brownie chunk. You got it. There's got to be a box. Coconut for you. brownie we find chunk. It. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It is fantastic. It's Amazing. It's okay. So there's a lot of people out here who have started trying Built Bar. So many, in fact, that I read a, a podcast review uh, yesterday who included they included in their podcast review. Also, thank you for turning us on to Built Bar because they're <laughs> amazing. Great. It's really good uh, if you're looking to lose weight, maintain weight, or you just want to. You're going do to your pantry all the time. Do you remember when we went? We were doing Atkins. Mm-hmm. These are keto friendly. Yes. Yeah. Do you remember what those things used to oh, taste yeah. like? It was oh, like the chemical aftertaste. Oh, like eating nasty. Dow Chemical Plant. <laughs> it was. Which Super Gear might like, but we don't. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't. Uh, so if you're, it's a protein bar, but it's delicious. You're going to think that you're eating a candy bar so if you're suffering through like these cravings and you're going to your pantry and you're eating all of these things that you don't want to talk about because you're embarrassed don't do that get built bar instead you can eat something healthy and also satisfy your cravings trust us on this okay they're all covered in 100 chocolate they've got a ton of flavors they're delicious uh, glenn mentioned the coconut brownie chunk you, you don't want to miss out on those don't sleep on them they are Amazing. You can go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code NEWS20. You'll get 20% off your next order. That is BuiltBar, B-U-I-L-T, Bar.com. Use promo code NEWS20 for 20% off. Back in a minute. Uh, All right. White House Press Secretary uh, Jen Psaki Mm -hmm said that the Biden administration is open to considering reparations depending on, you know, the progress that Congress makes on uh, their study that they are doing. Listen to uh, Jen Psaki. Well, he's supported a study of reparations, which I believe is what's being discussed and studying the continuing 
impacts of slavery, which is being discussed in this uh, hearing on H.R. 40, I believe it is. Uh, and he continues to demonstrate his commitment to take comprehensive action to address the systemic racism that persists today. Obviously, that is uh, having that study is a part of that. But he has signed an executive order on his first day, uh, which would begin to deliver on his commitment to mm. having an uh, across government uh, approach to addressing mm -hmm. uh, racial mm -hmm. inequality mm -hmm. and, and, and making sure equity mm -hmm. is a part of his entire policy agenda. Mm -hmm. But he certainly would support a study of reparations. And yeah. uh, we understand uh, understands that we don't need a study to take action right uh -huh. now in systemic racism so uh -huh. he wants to uh, take actions within his own government in uh -huh. the meantime so let me just let me just tell you what that actually means here's what this actually means look we have tried to cripple this nation for a very long time run it into bankruptcy for a very long time first we were just spending more money and we thought you know hey we could spend more money we should be a giant war machine and a giant uh, gift machine to not only the people in america but more importantly to the rest of the world we thought that we that started out with good intentions and then we thought wow we can enrich ourselves too so we've been raising taxes we've been making energy more expensive because well that's how business gets done is with energy. That's how people move and progress with energy. So we've raised taxes, regulation. We've, we've, we're going to jack energy like crazy. We've got the Green New Deal, which will impoverish people. Don't forget, we're also the authors of the COVID plan to bankrupt every small business, to bankrupt every person who is struggling. Then we're going to give the, the money, not to white people, but to black people um, we've got all these things going on I'm sure I've left some things out but hey <laughs> if there's any money left we're gonna make sure that we do reparations as well there, this is the greatest theft of national wealth ever in the history of the world this is this is the Italian job. This is the American job. They're driving minis the size of 18-wheelers, and they're flying them out of this country. They're driving them out. If they have to drop them on a tarmac in uh, Iran, or you have to drop it at the WHO, or you have to drop it at the UN, or some climate bullcrap, they'll do it. But they are taking and bankrupting America to bring her down to the level of third world countries. Mm. Uh, it's, you know, it's redistribution of wealth, too. It's, it's, uh, it's the same Marxist plan that progressives have been working on for 120 years now. Mm -hmm. And um, we just have not stood up to this. We haven't put a stop to it, which we should have done many many years ago but the plan is so far down the road now this is going to be really hard to, to stop yeah. because now that they have that they're working hand in hand with uh black lives matter and, and antifa corporations. and corporations uh this is finally going to happen i think the i think reparations are finally going to happen well but have you considered that as a minority um, I don't know how to use the computer, so I need the. <laughs> well, that's what we're counting on. We're counting on that uh, all the minorities are just so stupid; they won't know how to use the computer, so they won't be able to go down to Walmart or wherever you get those reparations and uh, get them. And if they get them, 
We can give them a buck and tell them it's a million. They can't read. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It is very insulting. Uh, okay, what, one more thing on the what the Biden administration is doing while we're on the subject. Uh, they actually have instructed the Department of Homeland Security officials to use more inclusive language uh, to describe people who are here illegally. So they've got to drop the word alien and replace it with non-citizen. Uh, you can't even say immigrant, apparently. You've got to use the word no, illegal. non-citizen. You can say immigrant. You yes, can't not say illegal. illegal right, immigrant. sorry. Non-citizen, uh, according to a memo that I was recently issued. I think that's really non. Why use the negative? That's a great point. <laughs> I mean, that, that hurts that when is. you say you're a non-whatever. No, that you're just an point. undocumented citizen at this point, right? I mean, it, well, I just think it's really good that they're tackling the issues that are really plaguing society today. Like how, what kind of language we use yeah. when mm-hmm. we talk about people who are illegally here breaking mm-hmm. the law and is anybody, uh, reparations. Does anybody actually really spend any time, this is a serious question, does anybody spend any serious time, I have, thinking, I really hope the alien thing is true so they can come down and either save us or vaporize us. Because I, I have really, I've, I've looked into the alien thing and I'm hoping that that is going to be the end of our story. Are you? Yeah, I am. I don't. I and, and I'll be the one going, guys, it's a cookbook. It's all right. I'm going. Let's go. Pat, have you no, no thought given to that at all? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Really? I, I really haven't. I no. have. I really have. I thought to myself, maybe the aliens will come. That'll <laughs> knock some sense into us. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, at this point, it's kind of our our last hope. So maybe, I hope you're right, Glenn. I hope you're right. All right, we've got more to come. Uh, First, we want to thank our our sponsor, Issue, new sponsor to the show. Uh, You know, first impressions are everything. And if you are looking to make an impact with your online content that you're doing, you need Issue. Issue is the easiest way to make your creative ideas come to life and share everywhere you want to be seen. It is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines, flip books, brochures, whatever you need. Obviously, PDFs are outdated. Well, you know PDFs are outdated. I don't know the PDFs are outdated because I can't use a computer. But I've heard from the white people that Issue makes content better. It's amazing that she even knows those three letters, PDF. They're all in the yeah. alphabet. I don't know what yeah. they mean. I, okay, all right. <laughs> I just all know right. that they're a thing. Right. Uh, Issue also works seamlessly with tools you already are using. Look at this. Uh, it's probably Hispanic that named the company. <laughs> they spell I-S-S-U-U. That's not Issue. <laughs> It's a minority, either in the city or not in the city. That's just too stupid. Right. One of the two. Right. Uh, You're using uh, Canva, Dropbox, InDesign, things you're already using. It seamlessly integrates with your content is already optimized for engagement and ready to share. Uh, You got to go to issuu.com slash podcast. Use promo code news at checkout and uh, you will get a free account or 50% off of a premium account depending on which one you would like. All you got to do is go to issuu.com slash podcast. Use promo code news at checkout for a free account or 50% off a premium. Back in a minute. The Fed.
feds are finally investigating uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York and his administration over the nursing home deaths amid, of course, the claims of a cover-up. I can't help but think that Stubergeer is somewhere smiling. He is. Reading about this. Bada bing! <laughs> the dumbest governor, the dumbest mobster on earth, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, who would have seen it coming? Who would have seen it coming? Certainly not his brother. No, no, not his brother, who, by the way, now, conveniently enough, CNN uh, has decided to reinstate that ban on Chris Cuomo covering <laughs> any news about his brother. Wow, that's weird. So for an hour in prime time, mm -hmm. they can't report on it. And I bet they want to really bad, really bad. especially <laughs> his brother. He wants to report mm -hmm. on that. So yeah. for an hour in prime time, it's like it didn't happen. Well, the, the coverage that he had was so good. I mean, he, they did take a giant cotton swab so, <laughs> and make fun of the can size I, of his nose. So can I tell can I tell you something? The the, the stuff going around about Ted Cruz going to Cancun or whatever. Good for you, Ted. Um, you know, bad for optics in today's world. But he wasn't he has no what's responsibility. He, what, what, what is he going to do? Yeah. Um, they make a big deal out of that. This guy, while people were dying, was pretending to write a book and then promoting himself and the book. Uh, about how great, by the way, his response to COVID-19 right. was. Yeah. As people were dying. Yeah. Yeah. Forget about hand. the Ted Cruz thing. This guy had responsibility. He wrote a book about how responsible he was <laughs> when he wasn't being responsible at all. And they... Uh, I will say, though, none of this is his problem. He, he He's not responsible for any of this. He, as he said in May, it's Donald Trump well, and the CDC who mandated that he do what he did. It's not at the nursing homes. It's weird because that then he was the only one that they mandated to do that. Um, and it's really, Pat, stop trying to shove it onto Donald Trump. OK, Donald Trump, it was really just uh, a puppet of the nursing home staff? No, of the extremists mm. that put him into office. Okay. You know? Yeah. Those people who don't, they're not looking for progress. They're looking to tear down That's, progress. That is true. We got to stop those people. That is people. true. Well, the uh, Democratic New York Assemblyman Ron Kim that kind of exposed uh, all of this cover-up and the allegations surrounding it, he says that uh, Cuomo threatened to destroy him. Um, I personally believe every word of it because I, it's totally something Andrew Cuomo would do. Listen. He asked me to lie to cover up uh, for his staff. And this mm -hmm. was done in front of my family. Now he called me. My wife was next, right next to me. I was you know, right about to bathe my kids, um, and it really just put you know, my family and my, and my wife um, into shock um, and trauma for many hours, and she couldn't get any sleep that night. Um, and it's highly inappropriate you know, for the governor to have so he done said, that. So he, you know, he said he can destroy you? I mean, he literally said that, and, and what else? He said, <laughs> I haven't seen his anger, I haven't seen his wrath, and he will... Um, you know, just tell me uh, he, he will go out and he's been biting his tongue, but he will go out tomorrow and destroy my political career, uh, my, you know, everything. Like he would say how bad of a person I am to everyone in public. 
Um, Pat, my question is, uh, who did who did Andrew Cuomo piss off so much that like CNN and, you know, the Democratic New York state attorney, uh, attorney general, like all of these people are actually reporting the truth on him? Yeah, I, I think they've been forced into it because this guy's been lying on top of lies for a year now yeah. on this particular scandal. And there's no... Uh, I don't think they can cover it up anymore. I don't think it's even yeah, I possible. I think they would like to. But I they think they'd like and to. It's just know, too big now. But here's the problem I have with this. That sounds <clears throat> so unlike a Cuomo. That <laughs> doesn't it? Though. Right? I mean, it does. Remember, you know, his brother, somebody <laughs> said something like at a tennis <laughs> match or something. He's going to he throw him like, down the stairs. I'm going to throw you down the stairs, you little pig. Yep. So I, you know, this is very unlike very Cuomo unlike to do this. They are very reserved. It would be like <laughs> a Kennedy, you know. I mean, <laughs> being involved with a mob. It's <laughs> <laughs> <This is> ridiculous. <laughs> do, okay, but do, do you think that is the is this actually going to go anywhere? Because, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to investigate it. But I tend to be a little cynical about stuff like this when it's a Democrat involved. What? I know. Shocking. Really? Yeah, because I don't well, have I'm any. Well, I'm sure Adam Schiff is going to be on this. I think Adam <laughs> Schiff is going to be all <laughs> over this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they actually talked about making him uh, the attorney general of California. I'm not kidding you. What? Not running for re-election and making him the attorney general of California. You know who stopped it? Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they said, mm. no way. Really? No way. Wow, that's sad for Adam Schiff. <laughs> that's a low day wow. for Adam Schiff. Yeah. Did you see wow. that uh, the recall petition for Gavin Newsom got the uh, 1.5 million? You know why? Because they don't matter. Some, uh, some abilities like uh, the Cuomo's do, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> that. <laughs> How do I follow that? <laughs> I don't even know what to say after that. <laughs> Did you just see Andrew Cuomo and his brother in a <clears throat> meat locker yes. beating up the side of beef yes. and talking like Rocky Balboa? Oh, for yes. sure. Yes. They, are, they are thugs, yeah. and you know it. When he says, you know, he threatened me, you, know, you haven't even seen my anger yet. <laughs> uh, there's, I mean, that's absolutely... Oh, you plausible. Know, you, I, there's no doubt in my mind that that's how it happened. Well, I'm not God, so I can't read what's in somebody else's heart, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. They're worse than Kennedy's. They're like the Corleone family. They really are. They really are. Hey, in case you missed it last night, you got to go back and uh, catch Glenn's special uh, from it yesterday. It is brilliant. But, I mean, no bias at all. Yeah, from no, him. That, that's that's from the theater critics. But in all, but in all actuality, <laughs> really, uh, what is, the kids are not all right. The kids are not, the all, kids right. Are not or, all right. Or a look at what's killing our kids. The kids are not all right. <laughs> they are not all right. If they're being killed, they're yeah, not all right. They're not all right. They're committing suicide, yeah, yeah. and uh, it, it's it's a it's a relentless noose that is being put around our children's mm -hmm. neck. Mm -hmm. And still, uh, by the way, the uh, Biden administration no plan to get our kids back. To I was school. just reading, still ninety percent, right? Ninety percent are still not back. Yeah. It's, it's it's truly incredible. Well, it's very dangerous. Uh, oh yeah, or not? Yeah. I talked to uh, my podcast comes out tomorrow or today, 
Uh, I talked to Ben Carson. If you're a Blaze subscriber, you get it today. Uh, ben is usually, you know, not the most exciting guy. Mm. I was riveted, riveted. I talked to him for about an hour and 10 minutes. And when I finished, I On looked at the clock school. and I was like, whoa. And uh, he said, my gosh, that flew by. He was riveting and very clear on schools, on COVID. Remember, he's a doctor. Yeah. Uh, and very clear and had some really interesting things to say about what's going on. Yeah. Wow. Uh, make sure that you catch both of those. Also, if you have not yet subscribed to Blaze TV, I don't know what you're waiting for. Uh, you can go to blazetv.com. They might be living in the woods and their minorities and yeah, they haven't right. figured That's out true. how to use the computer. That's or true. they could be in the inner city. Or, or they could be in the outer city. Right. Uh, one of those one two. Of one those. of the two. On Earth, not on Earth, <laughs> they won't know. They're really <laughs> go to blazetv.com and subscribe. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.